This is no off-season podcast. Random talk. Right now we're watching Clemson. Probably going to defeat Georgia Tech. They just got a blocked punt. Brother's stressing over here about the over-under, the spread line. It's all going downhill for him. Everything was good just a week ago, yo. And that pump block does not help you out at all. Uh, I don't even want to mention it. Like, um, if, if it happens, it happens. At least it's fucking going to happen. So, it's fine. I had the over and under in this match game, too. It was 51. Now, fucking God bless America. Well, it's only 37 right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. But it would it, the, if they would have just got the punt off. Georgia Tech, all they had to do was get the punt off and put them deep. And the under would have hit. And probably Georgia Tech could have covered, too, at the same time. At the same time, yeah. And I have a parlay with it, too. So it's crazy betting things. Y'all don't want to hear about this. but Oh, this absolutely is, they do. Well, it's really fucking sucking right now because Georgia Tech is... I mean, Georgia Tech's defense, for all intents and purposes, has played really well. It's yes. in the second half. They have been on the field way too long. Refs, refs can't give them a break. Uh, I'm not going to blame the refs this whole game. I'm not going to blame them saying that they're reason they Clemson's lost. Clemson's still throwing the ball when they're up by 17 with no chance of them to win just to get DJ's fucking shitty-ass confidence oh, yeah. because he's uh, a shitty-ass quarterback. This is my, what I've seen from this game. DJ's not the starter. He's not the answer. Their offense is still bad. You said that on the preview. Yeah, he's still bad. Like, But watching it live in week one. He's just reaffirming yeah, everything you, we already knew. I think everybody sees it now that he's not the answer. Their defensive line's still good. They do give up a lot of yards, though, which is kind of shocking. Oh, uh, they've run the fucking QB, QB draw, draw again. And got the first down. But um, well, we're going to move on from that. Uh, Clemson, good win. Florida State. Getting the block because uh, we didn't get to talk about that. We, oh, you we want to talk about the LSU Florida State? I mean, game we could do a little bit. quick. I didn't really watch. I didn't watch the game. Uh, I'm still in my uh, Sunday non sports day for right now until uh, next week. Uh, that's a touchdown for Shipley, and they're up by 24. And it is now what is the line? I, I got it at 24 Four and, and a half. half. But what's the? Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, well, you're all right. You just can't afford any fumble touchdowns, Georgia Tech touchdown. Or anything like that nature, but yeah, so I'm pretty much fucked right now. That's what Ryan was trying to say on that. Yeah, I'm pretty much fucked. That block punt, two block punts, fucked me on this game. Uh, I didn't really watch the Florida State game. I've seen what happened. I've seen the highlights. I've seen the dismay, the after effects of Brian, a Brian Kelly, Kelly. Brian Kelly's energy being I, sucked out of the like. You know, whenever they come into the Superdome, it's supposed to be a. I, I'll say this as living in Louisiana, so. I lived in Shreveport, not down south like that, but I've been to New Orleans multiple times. You get energy when you go down there. For some reason, Brian Kelly sucked all the fucking energy out, like drank all the juice out of the gumbo and left all the dry seafood because the juice, you ain't got the juice in there no more. And that's what the team walked out with. They had no fucking energy. LSU looked awful in the Superdome, which is a shame because they never should come out with that lackadaisical attitude. And I guess Brian Kelly needs to bring his own guys in, this and that. So it's kind of like, uh, remember the end of uh, There Will Be Blood and Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. And and they're like, oh, there's oil down there. There's oil down there. And he goes (laughs) and he's like, I drank it all up. Mm -hmm. That's Brian Kelly right now. LSU fans are like, 
we're still good. We're still good. And Brian Kelly was like, I drank up all that energy. Yep. I created this southern accent. I sucked your life out of you. You're not you're not Cajun no more. He's taking the Cajun out of LSU. 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 And receivers don't want to play for him anymore. No old Bay season him for fucking goddamn. And it's only week one. No like th- this seems like this would happen like week six. This is a, after one game where Boite one doesn't want to be there, deleting everything off his Instagram. Uh, the other receiver muffin punts. The special teams is awful. It could have it could have been a worse debut for Brian Kelly for down in the Bayou. Like that's you, like if you would write a script on how. I guess it could if they got blown out, it would be worse. I don't even know. I'd rather have even been blown out than the way they lost. It's it's tough because a lot of, a lot of people are questioning they should have went, went for, for two. two because yeah. they went ninety nine yards and scored, and their defense was dead tired. Jaden Daniels is. I would never trust Jaden Daniels uh, with J- one play. Jaden. Oh yeah, JD. No, Jaden. Jaden Daniels. I thought it was JT or JD. No, it's Jaden Daniels. I know, but he shortens it with two. Well, it's. It's called Jaden, so he's an idiot. So if he calls himself JT, he's just an idiot anyway. I think it's JD. But, yeah. I'm, I should not be talking about a, a college student that way. No, he's a kid, right? He's a kid. However, he's fucking been awful at Arizona State, and he was awful up there. So I don't blame the receivers from LSU being like, I'm out because they're not going to get the ball thrown to him. If you're just going to step back, wait for a second, and then just run. I would not want to be a receiver on that team either. I'd T.O. it too. I'd be like, yo, fuck you. Like, you got to get us the ball. We're the playmakers. You're just trying to show out and improve your draft stock, which is you're never going to get drafted. I don't even think his draft stock's that high. Well, he's only a junior, so he's like working. It's all about himself. And you could kind of see it. He'd be laughing on the sidelines when they're losing, not firing the the teams up, or the team. So he has... He has no juice. You ain't got no juice. And you probably don't know what that song is because you ain't from Louisiana like that. But Boosie for your badass. Go uh, ahead, Jaden Daniels. You got to get the fuck out. They need to get a Cajun dude in there. Burrow embraced it. You probably don't eat any crawfish. Jaden Daniels needs to get gone from LSU. Not, probably the worst way to start the season off for uh, the LSU Bengals. But, uh, Mainstream media was giving him credit with his stat line, too. It was like... Of course they were. That's that's what the mainstream media is. If you read the stat line, yeah. If you, but if you watch the game, which I didn't watch again, I so, watched the fucking forget, game. He, probably, he like you said, he just looked down the field probably for a quick second because I've seen him play before, and he tries to find the holes to make runs and runs. So, shout out Florida State, huge win out, pretty much on the road, in a I guess they say neutral site, but it, it, when you play in the, the Superdome, your majority of fans are gonna be LSU. So. Yeah, and the Florida State fans showed out too. They were they were loud as fuck. The chant was going. They were doing a great job uh, being known in there. So that's. But yeah, good job by Florida State. Uh, maybe the hopefully this is another building point for them to get back on back on top of the ACC. They have a stud at the D line that played really well. That transferred from Albany. Obviously, anybody that watched the broadcast knows. Knows he's from Albany because they said it multiple times. Um, but Verge from Florida State was phenomenal in that game. Made game-wrecking plays, but it's easy whenever you have to go against Jaden Daniels. So, still worried about Florida State in situational play, uh, but it is a huge win for them to move forward. And hopefully they can keep this momentum going. 
and do some things in the ACC. Because I like Travis as a quarterback, too. He's pretty good. Yeah, and sure. they have receivers on the outside. So I think Florida State played the, played the game conservative, conservatively like it was a road game, which they probably should have, and it worked to their advantage. However, they have to be more clinical in the red zone. They have to be, make better coaching decisions before I start believing in Florida State. Well, good job by Florida State. Uh, we're going to move on. Those were the two games uh, after Saturday. And if you didn't see our Saturday uh, – if you want to see what we thought about Saturday, we have the Saturday uh, episode that you could go on the recap. It's a little wild. Oregon strippers were definitely talked about there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what happens after a Saturday of fucking, you know, watching football. We're going to move on. This is just a random one because we don't really – we have our set pieces of college football and the fellas coming up in, in soccer. Just wanted to talk a little bit about baseball. We got to give a shout-out to some baseball. And the playoff push that's going on. Or the collapse by the Mets. Oh, well, it's not really a collapse. I won't say it's a collapse because that's a bad way to phrase it. It's the Braves are as good as I've been saying for the past two two months. Oh, the Braves have been phenomenal, and they're right on the heels. They're pretty much they're pretty much barking down the heels of uh, of the New York Mets right now. They're only what a game back. They're a game back. They're a game back. Yep. So. Everything is right on the Mets' heels. And why are you stressing? They're bringing in Klubnik right now to fuck everything up on all my bets. Relax. They're bringing in the dude relax. from Westlake that relax. we've seen play. Relax, relax, okay. relax. Georgia Tech just ran the ball three times. Well, I don't care that they ran the ball three. They're trying to get the fucking game over with. They're bringing in Klubnik, and they're not going to fucking – they're not going to sit back. They're going to let him show out. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. You can relax sometimes because we're in baseball talk right now. Gotcha. So uh, you're worried about the Mets collapse. I, I, is this is this the thing where the fans are going to put so much pressure on them that they that collapse actually happens? I, I don't like calling it a collapse because the Braves have just been that that great. So it's hard to keep pace with a team that's been winning consistently. Yes. So I wouldn't say it's a collapse. I just think the Braves have the faster horse towards the end of the finish line. Okay. The division, so they just. Came. But you would like to get that uh, that buy instead of playing in the wild card. Shit, I would love it. I would love it if we could. Yeah. However, I don't. I don't envision this. Like, I know we're only a game. We're a game up. Shouldn't panic. I always think that the Braves were the best team in the NL. They have the most talent in the NL. I heard somebody else talking on uh, the radio today about they didn't even mention the Braves. Really? It was just Dodger talk. I was uh, like, okay, well, I think the Braves are better than the Dodgers, and I don't think the Dodgers want to see the Braves. So I think the Braves are the best team in the NL currently. They probably have the best record. Uh, it's got to be close with them and the Dodgers. Uh, in the second half? Second half of the season. Yeah. It's probably close. Um, their pitching is deeper than the Dodgers. Hitting is just as deep. So I don't understand why more people don't. I mean, the Dodgers did beat, or the Braves did beat the Dodgers in uh, in the playoffs last year as well. Right. So it's a that's the thing. It's like everyone's and the, we just beat a, uh, won a series over the Dodgers this past week. Yeah. So no one's really scared of the Dodgers in the NL East, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quick question. This is we're talking about collapses, right? Yeah. 
2007 which, was the worst collapse in I know, that but season. Like, let's 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 put this in. What would be your worst collapse? Right? Would it be the Padres or Phillies losing the wild card spot to the to the Brewers, or would it be? And that, that's probably going to be this one. But the Yankees lose the division to Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay's hot. They're super hot, and the, the Yankees are still still not you know flowing. So, I w- I'm pretty sure everybody answers the Yankees. Like, if the Yankees lose the division lead. Because the other, the Phillies-Padres collapse doesn't seem fe- feasible. I mean. Like, for both of them, one of them's going to make it. I, well, one of them. I just chose one. of They're both tied right now. That's why I was saying. Yeah, and, uh, and the, the fuck was that? And threw it away. <laughs> just threw it away. And uh, I lost my train of thought watching this Clemson game and just stressing out has fucking got my head all over the place because I'm already going to get fucked and I already know it. I'm just waiting for this last touchdown to happen, so forgive me for this. Yankees, the Yankees are still going to probably hold on to the division because that would probably be the worst collapse. However, the Brewers are so bad that it'd be more surprising that the Brewers went on a run. Went on a run. That's more surprising to me if the Brewers went on a run because it looks like they mailed it. Mailed the season in. Um, I thought they mailed it in whenever they did their trades at the trade deadline. Yeah, getting rid of Hater. I mean, it actually worked out because Hater has been awful for been the Padres. Tr- he's been struggling. Yeah, and thought that was a big move. However, being a seller at that time, the like Brewers didn't bring anybody in. Yeah, that's also very true. So I was like, I didn't think they were going to do anything. They were on top of the division at the time, also. So um, also fucking the. Dude said the Cardinals were the hottest team in the NL two, which was wild too. This guy that was on. I mean, they're seven and three, but like the the Mets six and four, the Dodgers six and four, Atlanta seven and three, San Diego six and four, Milwaukee six and four, Arizona's eight and two in the last ten. So really, Arizona's one of the hottest teams yeah. in baseball. I know they brought up their prospect. I mean, they're almost five hundred. They're almost playing five hundred baseball. The Diamondbacks are, which is a great shout-out from them. Yeah, their pitching has been really good, too. Yeah. Gallon and uh, Markel Kelly. I mean, I'm not going to give – we'll just give them a shout-out for how well they've they've played. Oh, man. That, why are they passing the ball? Because they – Yeah, I know. They brought in the guy, but they didn't need to do all this. This is terrible by Clemson. Clemson wanted to cover this game. Because they, they haven't even used any of the clock, really. Nope. So, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Good, bad on fucking Clemson. Well, not bad. They, well, they wanted to see the better offensive player play, pretty much. That's how I see it. They could just take a knee right now. Oh, yeah, they could just take a knee and end the game, but they're not going to. Look how fast they're going. I know we're going to get this pretty much all the baseball talk. Uh, Baltimore losing two today to the Blue Jays doesn't help. Yeah, they lost the doubleheader. They need to win the next two against them to get the, that uh, – Get the games back at least under back to two. It's a pick route! And that goes the cover. That goes the over. And he is highly upset. I don't know why Clemson did That's this. That's a fucking pick route! It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. That's a... Well, DJ just saw his, his starting spot go down the drain, by the way, after that. 
because their offense looked great. You're just great. allowed to hit a fucking guy up the field. They ran the same play they ran against Alabama. So, once again, they didn't call it. It was a pick route up top. And they just let him get away with that. Like, they let him get away with everything the entire fucking game. Fucking ridiculous. You gotta be fucking kidding me. There's a lot of heat going on here when you lose a bet like that. I don't know what you want me to do. You really won't want me to be heated about I that? I know. I'm heated, too. Like, Georgia Tech waved the white flag, Clemson. And the worst part is the quarterback that threw it is the guy from Westlake that I wanted to start the game the entire time. Yeah. So, if he started the game, I would have bet Clemson. I just don't understand why they were passing the ball so much. Like, Georgia Tech waved the white flag. I, if I'm Georgia Tech's head coach, I'm not even shaking uh, Dabo's hand. Because he waved the white flag of running the ball three times just to end the game. Whatever, man. And fucking, he probably he probably did that because he wanted a, the ref bet on the game that was on the sideline for Clemson. So he gave him the money. He was like, oh, shit, yeah, you tried to help us out with the targeting call and everything like that. There you go. That was a pick route. I don't even need to look at it, see the replay. That wasn't a pick route. No? No, it wasn't a pick okay. route. My bad. My bad, then. Maybe it wasn't. He didn't block him. He just kind of moved, and he just went outside. All right. It wasn't a pick route. It was a good play, actually. All right. Good play. Good play design. It looked like a pick route initially. It looked initially, but so it was So, I'll back off my statement. It wasn't a pick route. Uh, Cincinnati. Does Cincinnati pretty much have the central all clear? I mean, No, it's close. It's close. Minnesota's Minnesota. been like. Actually, the, Cleveland's been struggling, and Minnesota's been on the rise. Yeah, the AL Central is shit. Like just and the White Sox could slide in and miraculously get in there. I had the Twins before the season started. I'm hoping they find a way to win, but they're having this series against the Yankees, so they're going to lose all all those games because they never win in Yankee Stadium. No, that's also very true. So that's real, that series is really going to be tough for them to come back from. Um, AL is the A shit. I think everything's almost wrapped up. Baltimore, uh, Baltimore still has a shot. I know they lost their doubleheader today. They still have an opportunity to sneak in there. Yeah, other than the AL Central, everybody's pretty much set in stone. Baltimore has a shot, but they need a lot. They need to win the next two against Blue Jays and go on like maybe eight, a huge run and have the Blue Jays go on a slide. Or Seattle, which is one of the two. Seattle... Also is in a division with the Angels, the Rangers, and the Oakland A's, which helps them out tremendously. Yeah, d- depending on their, I haven't looked the rest at their, of their schedule. Yeah, I haven't looked at their schedule and shit. But. So, we'll move on from that. Uh, got some UFC. Oh yeah, we didn't talk. Uh, we didn't give you guys a preview. Unfortunately, the one in Paris. But one in Paris, we didn't really watch it. It was college football week one, so yeah, it was tough to get to it. Yeah, it was very tough to get to. Uh, all the week uh, uh, UFC when you have the first week of college football on but uh, gone game whichever Gain. Gain, whichever one you want to call him winning on a knockout of uh, Tui Tui also I watched the highlights he worked the body really well on him Tech, the technique beats power yeah that's the old well that's Tui old did adage, stun right? him he did knock him down to the ground I don't think he did anything with it but he did knock him down to the ground. It was a good good shout. But I think that's about it. They really didn't have much else. And Gon was just his striking and his his power and the body shots really hurt him. Mm-hmm. He, he it looked like a couple times he wanted to go down to the ground, but he 
the pride in them to take them down to the ground. It's a it's a big uh, step up for Tuivasa anyway. So hopefully, I'm t- I'm hoping like after this loss, maybe you'll get in a little bit better shape because he might just be like one of those guys like Roy Nelson back in the day. Yeah, where it's hard to where he just enjoys he enjoys living life and he enjoys knocking people out at heavyweight. He's never going to reach the top tier, uh, be a title contender. Also very true. I mean, this was a big title contending spot for him. But yeah, it was, but it's probably too early for him to he's still young. Yeah, he's still young. Is like 26, 27 probably. Yeah. Uh we watched a little of Vittoria Yeah, against, uh, during the half times, uh, Robert Whitaker being Vittoria uh Vittoria, man. You have you have all those muscles, but you have the weakest shots I've ever seen in my life. Some of the worst striking in the middleweight division is definitely Vittori. Yeah. Vittori. Worst striking. Even if he punches you, it looks like he doesn't even phase you. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Vittori's a tough-ass dude. He's a tough dude, but like... You could take a shot. Uh, Whitaker uh, turned up the seam in the second round and... Steam or steam? Steam. I sound like it's steam, like no, a steam. steam. No steam. Yeah, you know, like a old. Oh, uh, I know. It's just it was old weird. train injured. Yeah, it, it was weird how you said it. So I was just like, what? What? You know, it's it's a little it's a little rough right now. So like my words will get twisted because I'm a little pissed off at the same time too because this is one of the it's a bad beat on this. But. Yeah, bad beat. You can blame uh, Dabo. Yeah. But I mean, that was pretty much it. This card, uh, UFC two seventy nine. If you buy this shit, oh, you want to go on your rant about that? I'm not gonna go on a huge rant, but like, this is not a pay per view card. In no way is this a pay per view card. No. Like you look at it. No. You're pretty much buying this fight because you're like, oh, I like Nate Diaz. I will say, I think this is a. Fuck you to Nate Diaz by Dana White. He's going to be like, oh, you really think you're worth this many buys? You really think you're worth this amount of much money? Let's see how many buys this car does. He doesn't have anybody else on it. I mean, you have Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is a fan favorite as well. But, like, that alone, I, you're not going to get, they're like... Hoping, they're hoping Nate Diaz carries the card, I guess. I but I mean, has Connor had a car this bad? I'm I'm assuming he has. John Jones used to have cars John, like yeah, this but John too. Jones yeah, but John Jones like at least is a champion. Nate Diaz isn't a champion. That's the thing. It's like people think Nate Diaz is good. Like not any, I don't think he, I think he's he's a fun fighter, but he's not a pay per view main event guy. And I don't want to I want anything to be on blast like this. So I don't want the Diaz brothers coming for me like this. Yeah, I'm saying like Diaz good in uh, title contention like. He's not close to the title. This is so his last fight on his contract, so I'm assuming he's not even going to be. He, I don't even know if he's going to renew his uh, renew his contract with the UFC. This is like make kind of like a here you go, thank you, move on type thing. Yeah, I I really don't see avenues for him to win this uh, matchup. I I feel like this is what's going to happen. You're going to get three rounds of Nate Diaz not doing well. Then in the fourth and fifth, you're going to get that Nate Diaz, and you're like, why didn't you fight like this the whole fight? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Leon Edwards fight, where you're just like, why didn't he fight like this the whole time? That type of feel. Yeah, possibly. But I don't, I don't know if that's really gonna happen. No. It's like I'm the Grammarat uh, Shamazov. Uh, I've always been a fan of him uh, ever since I saw early on 
whenever he was there. I told you he was the Swedish Habib. Yeah. Um, that fight against Gilbert Burns gave me a little bit of pause because that Gilbert Burns, that's the toughest fighter he fought up to that point. Yeah. However, in saying that, I think Gilbert Burns is a better fighter than Nate Diaz at this point. Yeah, but I don't... It, for him, it doesn't make sense to take this fight because, like... To he, get out of the contract. No, not Nate Diaz. I'm talking uh, Hamad's. Well, he's gonna. He's probably gonna get. I know, but like, fight somebody like Jorge Masvidal or somebody. Why Jorge's? Nah, Jorge's the same as Nate Diaz. But like, but like in the ranking wise, he's not. I don't understand why Nate Diaz is ranked that high. Nate Diaz isn't ranked. I don't think Nate Diaz is ranked at all. So I mean, I would have been down with a five round Gilbert Burns rematch with uh, Shamaza. Yeah, that would have been more interesting. Right, I would have been fine with that. That would have been I. I would have been intrigued on that because a three round fight this gave me a little appetizer. I I would have liked that because it looked like he was wearing down later, and they're both not in great condition. But if you put him in, the, uh, they've both been known to gas in previous fights. So make it a five round fight, see who lasts longer, and then see who's ready for the champ. Because now it's all set up. Well, I guess it isn't because Usman's going to get a rematch. I was about to say, Usman's got to get a rematch. Yeah, that's already... Like, Usman's set up for the rematch. Or if not, you could throw him against Usman and then decide who goes against Leon Edwards. That would be so... That's That would be such a fucked up deal if they did that to Usman. Well, like, we, just, be, just dominate the welterweight division for fucking two and a half, three years. And then you don't get an immediate rematch. You have to go through somebody else to get a title shot. I'd be like... Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I feel like Leon Edwards is going to be out for another six months, so you might as well throw that out there. Oh, he's going to go on this world tour? Yeah, Leon's on that world tour type feel. Where you Sterling, Sterling shit? Kind of, but at least Aljo. Sterling. At least Aljo. Back, Sterling backed it up. He won did, again. He did, but he he took the first fight off, though. Like, he, he backed out of he the first He backed out fight. of the first. Yeah, I know, but yeah. he, he backed it up when that when the Pity on. Yeah. Yeah. That second fight. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Co-main event, at least your boy's fighting his retirement fight as well. You have a shot for another retiring uh, favorite. I know. I'll get back-to-back co-main events with a retirement fight. Yeah, there's a chance that your boy Tony Ferguson retires. Yeah. Uh, this fight, I think, like, Tony's. this is the easiest competition Tony's fought in fucking, like, 10 years. Yeah, it's been, like, a, <laughs> it's been a long time. This is one of the easier ones. Lee Jin Ling. I mean, he's a tough fighter. He's, he's not a bad fighter. But, like... He's not up in Tony Ferguson's like. I guess since Cerrone in Chicago is probably the, and fucking he's gonna get tagged in this fight because Tony always does. So. Yeah, but like, this is probably one of his easier. It's at one seventy though, right? Uh, welterweight. Yeah. yeah. So he moved up. Uh, he had trouble against Dustin Poirier moving up. He didn't fight Dustin Poirier at one seventy. Yeah, he did. I thought he did fight Dustin. Tony Poirier. Ferguson at one seventy? No, no, no. You fought somebody uh, when he moved up in weight, or am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, you're thinking of, um, damn, uh, Max Holloway. Yeah, Max. You're okay, thinking yeah, of Max, Max and moving yeah, up from 145 right, to 155. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Lee's a tough opponent. I don't think he's in Tony Ferguson's, like, level. At his old level, we'll see if he... Yeah, we'll see. He looked all right against Chandler. He just got knocked out with that front yeah, kick. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was looking really good. But, you know... Fucking, 
who the fuck knows what time. I don't want to get my expectations up, so I'm not going to get them up for that goddamn fight. Um, everything, the the uh, wall's breaking down right now. Everything's, everything's shit right now. It's pretty much how I'm feeling about everything. Yeah. God damn it, after fucking Clemson fucked me, but it's fine. I got to get through it. I still fucking pushed on something. Other than that, I mean, you got God, man, that's a bad beat. Damn it, Jesus! This is this is a bad beat on the Clemson talk. That's like, I know, I I know, I know. We're not going to talk about money on here, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot that I that. Never mind. Um, Yeah, it's just a bad beat, bad loss. Yeah, Uh, U.S. Open's going on. Nadal losing every top three player in the men's bracket's gone. That's what happens when you don't have the best player there, though. I know. When you like, don't have Djokovic there. Yeah, just dominating people. Like, randomness it, I will say this. It is kind of shocking Nadal did lose today. He's, he wasn't healthy. He had a withdraw from Wimbledon. I'm surprised he bounced back that soon to yeah, play but, the I mean, major. It wasn't the major. I would think it was a little, little pool. But I, for him to pull out of Wimbledon and then play the next major, I think it's a little wild but on Nadal's part. Uh, Nadal wanted to play. He's getting old. He's ready to retire. Well, if he wanted to play, he should have finished Wimbledon. He wouldn't have been able to. His leg wasn't there. And this is probably what happened in this. Whenever he played consistent apparently, matches every, Apparently every in the first day. round, he smacked himself in the nose with the racket and was bleeding. His body's probably just not working the way he wants it to. Because I love Nadal. His body's just not working. It never works, though. He's always been hurt. He's always had a consistent knee injury. He's a consistent injured guy. But still one of the best of... To ever do it. Yeah, he lost today. Congratulations to the USA guy. I just saw his name and now I missed it. Yeah. Francis Tata TFO. Twenty two ranked in the world. Yeah. Good job. Big win. That's a huge win for you. Yeah, huge win. Uh yeah. Karagos is uh doing wild shit again and moving on, being the number one ranked <laughs> men's player in the US Open. Well Kyrgios is just carrying uh tennis right now. Did you see his weird, stupid shit he did in one of the games? One of the matches? Well, Kyrgios does... Like, this is is wild. He lost the point because of this. So he was playing the guy. I don't know who it was. I saw the highlight. And the guy hit it. And it was was floating out of bounds. He ran from his side of the court to the other side and then hit it. (laughs) And it was like, yeah! And he got the point deduction. That's why I love Kyrgios. He does wild shit, makes tennis entertaining. He also, people... he, he also said some dumb shit where he's like, I smell marijuana in the stands and I have major asthma. Like, that's going to affect your asthma. Well, he, apparently the girl or the girl that he said was drunk was said she had one drink. Who knows how many drinks she had or whatever. I don't believe a goddamn thing Kyrgios says whenever he has in a match. He uses it as fuel to, like, light his... He needs, he needs uh, something... Yeah. To get him going. So he'll make things up in his mind, even if they're not true. Yeah. And then he'll just say it. He'll say it whenever they ask him questions about it. Or why'd you do this and shit. And he'll embellish. But I think that helps him. Especially when you're doing it by yourself. Your individual opponent. Like this in golf. You need something to keep your mind on that edge. Yeah. Because you don't have teammates helping you. You're by yourself. Which is why this is... Tennis is one of the hardest sports to do because you have to be self-motivated. You have coaches and everything. But when you're on that court, it's just you. Yeah. Um, still sucks Djokovic didn't play in this one. 
Oh, we forgot to talk about that too in the baseball. That was our bad. Uh, the march, the run for a judge going to for sixty. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. If you count that as the real record, who knows what? I don't know what record y'all counted as. I it's tough for me. Um, I mean, still, I still want to do uh, seventy for McGuire being the real one. But if I do that, then I have to do seventy-two for Pons. It, 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 just to race to sixty would be cool, pretty much. Yeah, if he hit sixty-two, it would be yeah, it'd, it'd be huge. It'd be great. It's huge for the for a Yankee. Yeah, he's gonna have the most home runs in Yankee, Yankee history. history. Yeah, so it'll be great. But that'll be that'll be awesome to see his race right now. He's at fifty-four. Uh, no, he hit one today. Yeah, it's fifty-four. I thought it was fifty-five. It, was 50, it fifty-four? He was at fifty-three. He's at fifty-four. Okay, because he hit one Sunday and today. today yeah. yeah. Okay. Fifty-four. And then Pujols is raced to seven hundred. I'm hoping. I. I don't know if he's going to get there, though. The, 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 well, the, he, he hit one Sunday, too. I know, but the body's sooner or later going to wear down on him. It would be awesome if he got to the 700 also. Yeah, it would be amazing. I think that's the more intriguing race for me is pool horses. I think judges is great. I think the saddest thing about this is the media doesn't give a fuck about this. I mean, I think they care about the judge one more than they do the pool horse one. Which kind of sucks. I think they. I don't even think they're giving enough credit to the judge one. Yeah, and like... This is amazing what he's doing. And if it was 10 years ago, maybe that just goes to people not being entertained by baseball because of the game and how it is. Because it's slow and shit. But even when we were kids during that time, it was a different era, I guess. We didn't have, uh, I, I, we didn't I, have YouTube and TikTok. Because so, it, can't, it can't just be the age of the demographic. It has to be. It has to do with the internet, and it just uh, baseball doesn't gravitate towards. I just, I just think it's there's people, ESPN and the major media, the radio outlets are so wrapped up in the NFL talk because it's the first week of NFL that they're just like, all right, they, they've had baseball for so long. They're just like, and it's not a race. It's just Aaron Judge by himself. So you're saying if it was a race, it'd be a bigger story? I, I think there'd be more talking about it, yeah. I I just don't think they care. I, the mainstream media. I, I don't think they I care. I think if there was a race between him and, say, Otani. If o- him and Stanton were doing it on the same team. I wouldn't even say Stanton because Stanton's hurt 90% of the time. I, like, if it was him and Otani, like, yeah, that would get that would be talked about. every Like, they would be the main story every night. When's the last time you heard somebody bring up the Triple Crown thing? Never. Because there's a Triple Crown race that's going on also. Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, Gold, we, we know Goldie's got the Triple Crown. Yeah, we know Goldie. Does, he doesn't have the Triple well, Crown. Well, he's, he's in the race for, for, it. for it. When, There's no tracking meter on like race for a Triple Crown, though. Uh, not on like, ESPN. If you go on the B Network, they're probably talking about it. But like on ESPN, no. Yeah, like I said, they're so wrapped up in this NFL Week One that the MLB does get pushed to the side until the playoffs, pretty much. It's, it, which it's, is which I would say is annoying because ESPN is supposed to be all about sports, so you should be able to balance it out. Like you should have a guy. And like, it's not just ESPN, FS uh, FS One, and all them too. Well, FS One doesn't have like they have talk shows, but they're main they're made off of football. They like have debate shows. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what FS1. FS1 used to be like, oh, we'll talk about everything. And then it went to, when you undisputed, first things first, uh, first talk. What is it? What is the one with Chris Carter? 
first, first things take, first things first. He's not on there anymore. Uh, well, Nick yeah. Wright. Yeah. Things like that. Well, I guess that's what podcasts are for. Maybe they'll say we don't do that because everyone can do their little podcast and break down everything in depth as and then they want like, to. And then they go, well, the MLB Network's got that taken care of pretty much. That's that's how I look at it. That's what they do. Okay. Still still a little bit annoying, though, that the base, baseball doesn't get any kind of respect. And also, Schwarber is too behind Schwarber for home runs right now. Yeah, he does need to get the home runs going, but it'd be nice to get a little Goldie talk from time to time on ESPN. I'm I'm pretty sure ninety percent of people don't know who Goldschmidt is. Ah, uh, that's a way wrong. People know about Paul Goldschmidt. You were looking at like me. sports fans. Yes, shit, not ninety percent in the town. People that watch sports know who Paul Goldschmidt is. I think that's. I I don't think so. I think so. I don't. I. I think Y'all, they even know I who think he plays you, for. I think you're so far. You just are like no, nobody watches baseball anymore. People watch baseball. It was it has more ratings than the uh, the NBA Finals, shockingly enough. So the World Series had more ratings. Game six of the World Series had more ratings than the NBA Finals did. So, Why isn't it talked about it like that on ESPN though? Because it's just not. Because it's not really entertaining to talk about. That's all. No it is. baseball. We could talk. We, we've had. A- I know, but like. That's just what it is. People, they don't want to... Instead of showing MLB tonight, they rather show the NBA jump. You mean baseball tonight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but instead of baseball tonight, they rather show the jump. And, like, people care about the jump. By the way, we didn't talk about Donovan Mitchell getting traded. and got traded to Cleveland. I think we did, actually. We but, did talk yeah. about that, Trey. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah, we did. And that's why I said I think we did. Moved quick. But, like, that was it. Like, there's nothing else to talk about in the NBA. But yet, the jump is still on TV. Like, that's how stupid ESPN is. Like, they actually think people still want to talk about it. Nah, that. it's TMZ kind of shit, though. Like, NBA, all that shit, there's nothing, there's no, uh, there's no meat to it. All it is is just rumors that, that you create, and then somebody creates a narrative, so they'll be like, oh, somebody brought up this list on this and that. Yeah. And somebody said this quote, so this and that. It's no breaking down. Like, well, look, they not go, even talking about games. October's on right now from Scott Van Pelt. That's fine. So I I don't think I do think people know Goldie. Ninety percent is way too high. You need to lower that number to maybe like like thirty percent. Uh, I think ninety percent. And I'm not I don't say baseball fans. I said sports fans. So yeah, like if I you said, if you just walk around and ask ask a sports fan, be like, do you like sports? Okay, and then you ask them, who is Paul Goldschmidt? Boom, they would say, I don't know. Well, you, you have to ask him, have you ever watched baseball? No, I said, I said sports fans. I didn't specify baseball fans. I don't think it's 90. I want to say 40. Shit, I'd say it's like 5%. And I think it's, see, I keep going lower. You're going way too far. And Good. they wouldn't know who he played for on top of that. Uh, that's debatable. But maybe that's me expecting too much for sports fans. How about like... No, that's you not thinking the sports fans are actual sports fans. All right, well, that's, you, that's you downgrading people. I'll, I'll, that's you discri- That's you discriminating. That's me. That's me downgrading people. Yeah, that's, or having low expectations. No, not that's not even low. I'm not that's, downgrading that's just them. You being like they don't know shit. That's kind of how just you, having low expectations. That's, no, that's you just going. Meh, they don't know shit. I been. I didn't do that. But I'm, that's in general. That's how it sounds. You're saying it. Well, I'll ask people and find out. Okay. You know, well, there you know too many baseball people, though. So of course they're gonna know who Paul Goldschmidt is. 
I could go to I could go to a sports bar or something like that, or just go in there and just like be like, oh, you know who Paul Goldschmidt is? And, or first first question would have to be, do you watch sports? Do you watch sports? Right, but then you're gonna have to ask, what sports do you watch? No, why do I have to follow up with that? I didn't say baseball fans. I said sports fans. See, I didn't say that. baseball fans. I did, you could just ask, what sports do you watch? And if they throw in baseball, you'd be like, oh, who's Paul Goldschmidt? You know who Paul Goldschmidt is. Oh, so if they don't watch baseball at all, they just get a pass? Yeah, because if they only watch football, why would you give but a But you're a sports fan. I no, said you're 90, a football I, fan. I said, I said sports fan. Sports fan. That's what sports, I first quote. But there's an S in there. If yes. they only watch football, that's one sport. They probably watch other sports. They probably watch soccer. No. NBA. No. Hey, look, more people know Paul Goldschmidt than they do Harry Kane. There you go. Oh, very um, in the United States? Yes, in the United States. Where we reside. Yes. Maybe. Maybe No, they do, Nathaniel. I think it's close. No, I it is not. It's not even close, Nathaniel. In, de- in December, more people will know Harry Kane than they will. No, they will not. Okay. More people will know Paul Goldschmidt because you have October in baseball, and they're in the playoffs. I think it really overrated Paul Goldschmidt's uh, value. People don't even know that name. I think you're way – this is ridiculous. Well, I love him. So I one, think I just think you're ridiculous that you don't think people know who Paul Goldschmidt is. I, and it's sad. That's why I'm sad about it. No, I think you think nobody knows him. When I reality, they do. All right. Well, ask ask some people. Twitter. Who do you think people know who Paul Goldschmidt is? Yes or no? You hit me up on Twitter. And just go around asking people, sports fans. First, make sure you ask if they're sports fans, and then I can't ask on Twitter. Just tell me. Well, like, the the way the question has to work, though. Yeah. Are you a sports fan? What percentage do you think in America or sports fans know about Paul Goldschmidt? What is you guys? What is your guys' reaction? Hit me up on Twitter, Rohali twenty seven. Let me know y'all's answer. Yeah, it's below fucking. Because I'm going to say 40%. I have it below 50%, but I still think it's 40%. And instead of even doing it on Twitter, you could also go out yourself and just uh, experiment and just like see somebody outside and be like, uh, are you a sports fan? Or have a conversation with somebody and be like, oh, you like sports? All right, do you know who Paul Goldschmidt is? And if they say yes, you have to follow up with that because they could just be lying just to be like having a conversation with you because you're so goddamn cool. So make sure you follow up to make sure they know who you're talking about. But uh, yeah, this is a random talk. A lot of Goldschmidt talk here. This is a heavy oh, Goldie talk. Texas baby. I mean, he's not even in Texas. He's probably born here. So what? He's he like, went to UT. So what? What do you mean? He went to UT. So what? That doesn't mean anything. Well, he hasn't even played in this. He doesn't even. He's never played for a team in we'd Texas. We'd have a triple crown winner and a twenty strikeout. He potential triple crown winner. He's not a triple crown winner. He's not yet. He might not even be a triple crown winner. I like how he's racing for it, though. He is in the race for it. No mention, though. Oh, well, I was about to say, what is this? Why, why are we up there? But it's Memorial Day. But, uh, yeah, that's probably going to do it for this episode. This is just random thoughts of what we're feeling. You got anything else to add on if you want to add on something? Yeah, I just want to apologize about um, how I was acting on this podcast a little bit because I got screwed by the fucking Clemson fucking Georgia Tech game. There's a lot of calls in that game that I got, kind of got fucked with that added up to where the... these calls, man. You blame the rest for a lot. Well, fucking things, if they would have called the game the right way, I would have got Why got away you should with be it. more pissed off at Dabo than you should be for fucking the refs? 
I, I knew he, I knew whenever he brought Klubnik in, he was gonna do that. So I expected that. However, I mean, he didn't waste any clock though. Like he could have brought him in and he could have played, but the fact that they would they would run a play in like twenty se- like ten seconds once the play clock went. Yeah, they could have ran the clock out, but they didn't. Yeah. So that's it's unfortunate. Uh, try to think of something else. Um. I don't know when we're doing our college football preview, but don't look forward to that. Uh, we'll see what happens on that preview. Um, what else we got coming up? NFL. I, I don't know if we're going to preview the NFL games like we do college football. Uh, it's up to you if you want to do it like that. Um, we'll talk about it. I mean, we're I, not going to do the gambling picks on there. I, I'll anything? just say this if you're doing the gambling, I don't understand why the Rams are underdogs at home. But that's just a random thing. Hey, Vegas is smarter than us. Uh, Vegas is smarter than us, but I don't understand that. I know, I know Stafford's arm thing is a thing. It is a thing. But week one, it's not going to be a problem. That's my thing. Also, I do want to say this. I love the idea that the NFL does entertaining games on a Thursday for opening day. Second year in a row, you had Dallas, Tampa, and then you have the Buffalo Bills and Rams. I would much rather have this game week six. Because you're going to overreact on anything that happens in this game. And it's going to mean absolutely nothing. Because they've just is the first game of the year. Not division. Not, not even in the same conference. Not in the same conference. Division. Uh, you're gonna, everybody's going to be like, is this a Super Bowl preview? No, this is week one. Everybody overreacts week one. Both teams aren't bad. If one team gets blown out, don't be like, oh, that team's not a playoff team. Can't like, wait, wait to hear the co- uh, quote where they're like, oh. We've been waiting so long for NFL, acting like college football wasn't here last week and shit. This is when this is when people forget about college football and just go all in on NFL. Well, yeah, so. NFL is a billion dollar company. They run they run the American sports. It's kind of like the Premier League of the world of soccer. It's unfortunate, man. I mean, lo- there are other sports out there. Yes, we all well, of course it's now, but the NFL is the thing, and we do watch the NFL. Don't act like we don't watch the NFL. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I'm a sports fanatic. I'm yeah, going to watch like, every sport. I like just wish other, other people would just watch. No, you just wish ESPN wouldn't show so much NFL coverage. That's and, basic, or in the radios, they didn't talk about the NFL every single minute of every single day. When it's no big deal. It's kind of like the NBA. When the offseason happens in the NFL and nothing's going on, they keep talking about it and they keep trying to make a story up. Had to listen to Chris Broussard and uh, Rob Parker talk about Lamar Jackson on the way over to your house today. Oh, fucking Lamar like, doesn't have a contract yet. Was I missing something? There was uh, college football on all weekend, and that's what you're going to open the show with? Yeah. That? Yeah, they got, he hasn't got paid yet. Okay, well, he said he wasn't going if, to, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There's no conversation needed. He already put, broke it down. I Lamar know. already said it. What are you going to break down off of that? Oh, and I will say this, because I don't, I don't want to bring up an NFL preview. It's more of a fun here. Over or under how many times we're going to see Jimmy G if we watch the Niners game this weekend? I say it's going to be at least six. Yeah, and I'm taking the over on that. They're going to show him the here's, entire here's a better Here's a better one. When they open the game and they're about to kick off, are they going to show Trey Lance first or Jimmy G? That's a better question. 
That is a better question. They need to put that on Vegas. Uh, I think they'll show Trey Lance first, and then they'll, the next camera cut will be to Jimmy G. I think they're going to do a split image, split? and they're going to show going both split? of them. Yeah, oh. they're going to show both of them <laughs> oh, because they're going to be like, this is Trey Lance's time. Like, mm-hmm. I, They're going to have Trey Lance, I think, on the left side, mm-hmm. and they're going to have Jimmy G there. Oh, I, I, I think they're going to split it up, and I'm going to be like, great. Anytime Trey Lance has a struggling, like, two bad – if he has two – Two series they struggles with in the first, that game they're gonna show Jimmy G every fucking time. They're like, should they bring in Jimmy G? I know. It, it, the worst part is Shanahan's and Lynch have been consistent about the entire time. It's fucking. They said it in I don't know how many how many other ways how many other language would would you want them to say it? Because they've said Trey Lance is our quarterback. Like we're all in on Trey Lance. So fucking media, quit trying to make narratives out of nothing. Y'all always do that. So fucking, I'm done with it. I yeah, know that shit. I'm not gonna believe a goddamn thing you, y'all say because you'll just say it if yeah, he has a bad throw. If he has a bad game, game, they're gonna be like, bring in Jimmy G right off the jump. Yeah. So, so. it's just gonna be fun. That I thought that would be pretty fun to just talk about. Yeah. The scene, how many times Jimmy G is gonna be thrown in there, uh, which sucks because I won't watch any of that Chicago fucking. Oh, I have zero. I, I have zero interest in that game. There's a couple games I have like zero interest in. Which is a normal thing in the NFL, but like that, the Colts Texans game, I have zero interest. In. I like Davis Mills, so I have interest in that. Uh, yeah, but Davis I, I have zero interest in that one. Uh, what's another game? There's another game I don't have. I kind of Atlanta New Orleans. No, I have interest in that. That's my division. Uh, I, shockingly, Commanders I Jacksonville. Commanders Jacksonville is definitely up there for me. Damn, good on me for saying Commanders because I have like zero interest in that one. Uh, what else? Uh, Eagles, Lions, not really interested in that one either. Ravens, Jets, could care less. Um, this one for sure. I have zero interest in the Titans and Giants game. I do. I have interest because I think the Giants can pull off a victory in that. Game. Uh, and then other than that, yeah. Titans suck open in one week. Week uh, one, week yeah. one. But uh, other than that, every other game I have some some sort of interest to kind of NFL red zone. Oh yeah, I want. That's a good question to ask. If your team's not playing, do you just choose the game or do you go on the NFL red zone? Oh, yeah, that is a good question. Uh, I, If my team's not playing, I watch red zone because I have fantasy leagues. So yeah. I just watch red zone. And I will also, when I'm watching red zone, I'll also have another game on my phone. Yeah. So I'll always have two screens simultaneously, simultaneously. no matter what. We, we don't have the gambling set up here. We don't have eight TVs for all the games. I have two. So I'll probably have, if my team's not playing, I'll have Red Zone on my main TV. My small TV will have the more interesting game of the noon games. And 325 will have, I just kind of, 325, I kind of just, as the week goes on, I'll usually just have one. When it comes to Sundays on NFL, I only really care about the games when it's my team the most. Yeah. And then after that, I'm like, whatever, whatever my fantasy team's doing. This and that. Sundays are really kind of just like a lazy Sunday, ass Sunday's day. Sunday's kind because, of a chill day for us because yeah, Saturday's, Saturday's so much. Saturday you go hard and yeah, Sundays are relaxing because like you don't really have to flip channels on Sunday. That's kind of how I feel about Sundays. Sundays yeah. you don't have to flip channels, throw on red zone, and you kind of just let the day go on. Let the shit roll. Yeah, yeah. College football, fucking, you got to be on it. Yeah, I will say this though. Also, if my team is bad. Mm. Like, I throw on red zone no matter what. Like, if Tampa Bay's bad. Yeah, I won't watch. Uh, 
Like, I won't I sit won't there and watch, watch a full game. Much. I'll just throw on the red zone. Or if we're, like, already in the playoffs and we're good, I'll throw on red zone. And I'll keep up with it just, just to keep on my phone. And I'll wait for it to come on red zone. Yeah. But, like, other than that, I'm not, like, watching it fully out. Like, if we're in a playoff battle, then, yeah, I'm going to watch it fully. Yeah, fucking, like, NFL is a little weird for me. I've been... A- Broncos were my first team that I ever liked as a professional franchise. So I've liked the Broncos more than anybody else. In saying that, NFL, I get excited about probably the... Unless it's a playoff game, like week-to-week basis. Like, I always get pumped when we play Kansas City and, like, uh, teams in our division if it's a big game. However, if we were just playing, like, fucking the Jaguars, Jets, I don't... I really do. I could watch a little bit of that and just read the snippets off of that. Like, oh, okay, cool. We like, you can kind of just look at your phone type of feel. Yeah. But, like, week one, I'm going to watch one on Sunday night football. I'd rather, watch the better, I'd rather watch the best game of that day that's going on at the same time as my, yeah. my team. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, I will watch. Like, I will, if, if the Bucks are playing the worst team, I'll be like, I'll just make sure we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And if, by, if we're still struggling, I'll go to it. But, like, for the most part, I'm going to just watch Red Zone. If you say we're bad fans for that, then fucking you could say it. But we ain't no bandwagoners, so. No, we're not I don't bandwagoners. don't give a fuck what you say. Week one, I'm going to watch, you know, play the Cowboys Sunday night. Yeah, which kind of and we play Monday sucks because House of Dragons is on at the same fucking time for me. That's tough for you. Yeah, so it's going to be tough for me. I have to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to sacrifice watching House of Dragons and watch the game in here. So, and it's picking up. It's getting hot, which is annoying. Well, don't no spoilers. No spot. No spoilers. As I said, it's picking up. Yeah, don't do a Dave Porno where he just spoils the fuck out of the Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Yeah, I had to skip that part when he was doing it. I was like, because I haven't seen all of Peaky Blinders, so I have not. I've stopped watching after season one. I should watch it. I didn't even finish season one. Hmm. I was intrigued with it. I just didn't watch it. So, should watch it, but. Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode. It's pretty much wild sports thoughts from us. I wish I was in a better mood. But uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate the support. Catch me on Twitter, Rohali27. Don't gamble on uh, Vince Scott Rob 9. Don't gamble. It's awful. It's a great feeling sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's just, this, it, this is the feeling whenever you fucking have a win and losing. So this is why you don't gamble. But, uh, Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for the support. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have to buy me a six pack. By the way, uh, I'm gonna throw that out there. I did. Was go, it better? I went four and two. You went four and two on the six pack. Yeah, I went four okay. and two. You I, sure? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. I got Western Kentucky. I got Michigan. I got. Uh, I only lost Cincinnati and uh, Memphis. Uh, so okay, if it, no, it's in there. That's uh, fine. If that's official, it's official. Like I owe you the. I thought we'd do it on the college football breakdown. I just wanted to throw that in there. Like, okay. then you could spoil that all day. Okay, Budweiser coming your way on uh, Saturday morning. All right, appreciate it. Be drinking Budweiser for Texas. All right, appreciate you guys listening. We're out. Hook See you em. next time.